You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Wednesday, a game day here for your New Orleans Pelicans as they travel to take on the Orlando Magic. A big game for the Magic. Not a big game for the Pelicans. I'll preview this one for you guys during this podcast. And then before we get to all of that, I want to take a look at a timeline for an Anthony Davis trade. I've been seeing some things out there that seem a little bit incorrect and kind of fundamentally misread certain things and certain key dates for the NBA that are going to be upcoming. So we'll take a look at all of that as well. So we got a bit of ground to cover in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So let's look at the timeline for an Anthony Davis trade because there's nine games left in the regular season, which means this is coming up sooner rather than later for the New Orleans Pelicans and something we all need to kind of be aware of because there's going to be a lot of rumors out there. Those rumors aren't going to come always at the right time and you need to kind of know what to make of it. So there's a couple of key dates coming up. The first is going to be the NBA Draft Lottery. This is a big night for the New Orleans Pelicans, not only for their own pick, but for potential suitors. Where do the Knicks land? Where do a couple other teams land? And does it create a dark horse candidate to kind of come out and potentially swing a trade for Anthony Davis? That date is Tuesday, May 14th, so we're about a little less than two months away from that. You know, you're going to have an idea of what picks Boston will have during that time. What pick might the Lakers have because it's looking like they're going to have a lottery pick as well. So that kind of gives us an idea of what the potential suitors can at least offer for the Pelicans now kind of wayward star here in Anthony Davis. So that's the big date. The next big date, when a deal is likely to get done, more likely than maybe any other date out there, is the NBA draft, and that occurs a little bit over a month after the NBA draft lottery. Thursday, June 10th, that's the date that we might really need to be looking at to, for a deal to get done. That's the same night that a Jimmy Butler trade occurred, and I think that's kind of what we're all expecting to see for the New Orleans Pelicans. They might agree to a, uh, a trade that day because, frankly, the Pelicans are going to want some of these young guys and they're likely going to want some of these young guys that they choose and they don't want another team to pick and have to kind of take those guys back, particularly if one maybe wasn't high on their radar or on their list or on their draft board. So getting a deal done on draft night and then getting the exact players you want is better than getting some other young players later if maybe you were higher on one than another and that player wasn't taken. So Thursday, June 20th is Sort of the target date, I'd put it in pencil, that I think a deal would get done. The other important date is after that, which is July 1. That's the start of the league new year. That's where that moratorium period is in place where no deal can be signed, but teams are allowed to talk to others and start to agree to deals. That's where people show up at midnight, have meetings, different things like that. 
That is the other day that maybe is when things could get resolved for Anthony Davis, although it's less likely than the NBA draft night. I know a lot of people are kind of looking to that start of free agency because it's when Kyrie Irving can opt out from the Boston Celtics, and then now they have an idea of do they want to trade for Anthony Davis or not. I think they want to trade for Anthony Davis regardless of if they have Kyrie Irving there or not. And I think it seems like they feel pretty confident that he's going to be staying, even if to us in the outside looking in, it looks like they might be kind of, or he might be kind of looking to get out of there because he doesn't like dealing with the media. Not that the media is going to be any better to him in New York than it would in Boston. So I think likely he's going to end up staying there, but he opts out. He can sign a new deal there. That means they can then trade for Anthony. Davis because he's no longer under that Rose Rule contract. But I think you'll get a trade basically agreed to in principle on draft night because, if it is the Boston Celtics at least, because the the Pelicans want the Celtics to select the players that they want with whatever picks that Boston's going to be using in that draft that are going to be going to New Orleans. And if Boston is sold on trading for Anthony Davis, regardless of Kyrie Irving being there or not, you can kind of agree to this on June 20th, draft night, versus waiting to figure out what Kyrie Irving wants to do. I think it's more you need to have Anthony Davis maybe to really sell Kyrie Irving on staying in Boston, so it kind of gives them an impetuous to get a deal done sooner rather than later. So I think you'll see it on draft night. But if they don't get a deal done on draft night, that's when things might get a little bit interesting. Kawhi Leonard was dealt shortly before uh, the start of training camp last year. So it could drag on then if the Pelicans really can't find a deal that they like and maybe just need to wait and sit and see if things change. But largely teams are going to want to make a move for Anthony Davis sooner before players sign or don't sign and you kind of have an idea of on your team. That's when things start to get solidified and you might know if you have a chance of trading or of re-signing Anthony Davis or not. I think teams might want to jump in early, get him there, and then see if they can use having Anthony Davis on the team to sign free agents depending on their salary cap situation. Kind of like what the Boston Celtics want to do. They want to trade for Anthony Davis so they can go to Kyrie Irving at midnight on that night and say, ready to sign a new deal with us? We've got AD lined up. All you've got to do is sign, and we think we are an NBA title contender. So when people are out there talking about different things, it's not necessarily the start of free agency. The most important dates, again, are that Tuesday, May 14th, coming up in about two months, June 20th, the NBA draft night where we've seen some big deals get done on that day, and then maybe the start of free agency, and then maybe it lingers a little bit. But it's really going to be that draft night so the Pelicans know what they're getting back exactly in a trade. And then don't look at kind of a team and go, well, you drafted these guys that we don't particularly like. We're less enamored with this deal now. Kind of like what they looked at with the Los Angeles Lakers at the NBA trade deadline this year. Where it's like, well, if you guys had drafted differently, a deal would get done. And it really would have if they hadn't taken Lonzo Ball too, had they not taken Brandon Ingram at two and taken different players instead, you probably have a deal that's already done and you have Anthony Davis in Los Angeles playing alongside LeBron James. But now you don't want to kind of end up in that situation so you can tell people who to pick for you on NBA draft night, which again, June 20th. I don't want to put it in red pen. I think it's got to be in pencil, but that's likely a day the deal gets done. And that's the type of time frame we're looking at and the key dates that are important in getting all of this done as well. 
So we're going to go with a bit of a shorter podcast today, and we'll preview this upcoming Orlando Magic game in just a moment. But before we get to that, did you know that you can fill out an NCAA tournament bracket at DraftKings this year? That's right. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousands of dollars up for grabs. Free money out there for you. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tourney. You may as well do it on an award-winning app with tons of free prizes. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion with $64,000 in prizes. Are you looking for Duke to win? Do you feel confident about Kentucky? What about Tennessee? LSU, perhaps, riding a wave of emotion to make it to the Final Four. You guys know how brackets work. Before tip-off of the first game of the tournament, just pick the winner of every game, every round. It's all there is to it. And the best part is you can play for free with the code LOCKEDONNCAA. That's LOCKEDONNCAA. You can even set up a private group for you and your friends and compete for bragging rights. Download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com now. Use the code LOCKEDONNCAA to enter the bracket battle promotion for free and complete and compete for your share of $64,000. That's code LOCKEDONNCAA to enter the bracket battle for free only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, so it's game day for your New Orleans Pelicans as they travel to Orlando to take on the Magic, a kind of must-win game for the Orlando Magic, who are just on the outside of Eastern Conference playoffs looking in a game, or sorry, two games back now of that eighth seed as they look to get into the playoffs and a bit of a drought that they've had there. This is going to be a tough game for the Pelicans, but it's going to be kind of interesting because I think you're going to see kind of more of that youth movement. We all love that overtime win against the Dallas Mavericks where it was Alfred Payton, three second round picks, and an undrafted dude out there with him, out there just kind of hustling and playing hard. And now with Drew Holiday out of the lineup, presumably, maybe, for the remainder of the regular season. It's just kind of all about these young guys. You know what Julius Randle's going to give you. You know what Okafor is going to give you, so you don't even need to play him, pay him, play him, there we go, nearly as much. You feel pretty solid about Czech Diallo, so it's kind of time for Frank Jackson to keep playing 40 minutes per game, Kenrich Williams to really go out there and kind of just do what he does. Alfred Payton is looking to keep a six-consecutive triple-double streak going on. This is a lot of fun, but Orlando, who's been an interesting team this year, is going to provide a very tough challenge. They kind of do the opposite of what New Orleans wants to do. They're slow in pace with a grinded out style on offense that doesn't turn the ball over in their half very often. Going to make it kind of difficult for these young guys here in New Orleans to really get out and run in transition. So it's going to be a lot of half court work for them since really you're not going to see them getting out in the fast break. Of course, they're led this year, particularly uh, by Nikola Vucevic, 20.7 points per game, 12.1 rebounds. He's been excellent. He's an all-star. You've got Aaron Gordon, who's in the front court, playing exceptionally well for them as well. 16 points per game, 7.4 boards. You've got Evan Fournier in the starting lineup too, 14.5 points per game. And then New Orleans native DJ Augustin averaging 11.6 points per game and five assists. And also all 
all those other bigs we mentioned share the rock as well. They all average above three assists. It's a lot of ball movement. Basically, they work really hard to find the best shot that they can take, and usually it ends with one of their big men out-muscling you down low and using their freak athleticism that almost all of those guys have, basically to kind of find a way to get a shot up and score, and when you're running out guys like Czech Diallo, Okafor, we don't know what Anthony Davis' status is going to be in this one. It can make it a little bit difficult because those guys can struggle defending nimbler big men who have moves down low to kind of score and don't just rely on only brute strength to get it done. You've also got Terrence Ross off the bench who has is going to be at least in the running for six man of the year. 14 and a half points per game for him along with three and a half rebounds. He's been pretty good. I have a number of guys who can just kind of do damage that way. New Orleans is also really going to have to work in the half court to kind of find their own shots and they're going to need good looks because the Orlando Magic are the third best defensive rebounding team in the league so you're not going to get those second chance points that we saw the other night against the Dallas Mavericks which really kind of helped them and keyed them during that third quarter run that got them right back in the game and allowed them to seize control a little bit. So looking at this one, it seems like it's going to be tough for New Orleans, and maybe that's a good thing considering people want them to lose. And it's going to take quite an effort to kind of pull off this upset, particularly because the Magic are far more motivated, I think, in terms of making the playoffs than New Orleans is. So maybe this is kind of just a good scenario overall for them where they're probably going to lose, the young guys are going to get tons of minutes, and that will be that. Also, we hope Alfred Payton get a, get, can get his sixth straight triple-double because that would be a lot of fun as well. So enjoy the game tonight. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And we'll be back with you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.